0: there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rubbing at the kids. Surling undies with skids. Wondering if we fuck it up. Can we still make the mic drop? general texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet. Not yet. We're just halfway there halfway there hi this is camila fantasia
1: hi this is jenny Ter. hi this is kim gainer and welcome to halfway there a podcast about the new middle age
0: well hey, hi everybody all. i just came back from omaha it's was it? cowboy country even though you wouldn't think of nebraska as cowboy country necessarily you think I, of it as corn country okay. but it's also cowboy country
2: is it cool i heard omaha is like a like the austin of nebraska
0: but a lot smaller okay um There's definitely a cool factor there. It's worth going. Three days was just right. No shade on Nebraskans. It's just a small city, of under a million. Oh yeah,
2: we have a tradition here of insulting.
0: Yes. Every
2: every state in
1: the union.
0: (laughs) Every state, every city. Yeah. Um, I I believe we've we've insulted countries as well.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Um. But yet. But our uh, listenership keeps inching slightly ever upward.
2: Yay. I think it was the masturbation article.
0: (laughs) Oh, God.
2: People love it.
0: Uh, No, I had a really nice time in Omaha with Jim. Um, It was so windy the whole time. It was like almost knock you off your feet windy. Really wild. I enjoy
1: that. Wind. That used to be my favorite as a kid. Like extreme wind because, I don't know. It's romantic. It's romantic and also it's like, maybe it will lift me up and take me away from my um, humdrum existence.
0: Okay, Kim, but with, as a white guy with very thin hair, wispy hair, not ideal because I was constantly walking around with a ridiculous kind of all blown to the side look. I think
2: you have enough hair to blow to the side. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, It's it would have been Donald Trump's nightmare.
1: Mm, That's (laughs) why (laughs) farms. (laughs) Well, does anybody will anyone ever forget that that footage of him getting on or off Air Force One where his fucking like infinity comb <laughs> over gets blown <laughs> off of, and it, there's nothing but like a skull like just off yes. it's attached to like one square inch maybe and the whole thing lifts and it's a bare ass skull <laughs> under there and i feel like there wasn't even any skin on it that's how fucking creepy it was do, do you guys that remember t- that and- one fair butt. um avengers
0: infinity comb over is my favorite (laughs) sequel the whole marvel universe
2: many images to choose from kim it's really hard for you to make me choose
1: (laughs) i feel like that i feel like i have a really specific image in my head of of that happening that was like shocking and horrifying can you
0: give me oh yes
1: He'll be back on top soon.
0: Yes, exactly. Because Kim has given me a perfect transition into one of my topics for today, which is, do we think Elon Musk, who has recently acquired, well, today actually acquired Twitter, will he allow Trump back on? And is that a good thing or a bad thing?
2: Okay, I'm going to make my case for why it's a good thing if he comes back on. And somebody, this is somebody else's point, but I think it's very salient, and I thought it was quite observant, which is by kicking him off, it's effectively memory hold him for a lot of people, and he seems like a restrained elder statesman mm. rather than the fucking lunatic that he is that they basically kind of made him look disciplined by effectively deplatforming him. And I think having him back on that platform, bullhorning away will actually remind people that he's fucking nuts and that having him as a president, even if there were things that you, agreed with him on was still a distasteful and and chaotic and scary experience so actually i weirdly think that deplatforming him has worked in his favor that is my hot my scalding hot take her, i uh I agree
1: part. with your logic to a certain extent but i don't think it's going to make a difference unfortunately his base is his base they're not they're not logic based You know, they're not um, people who respond to rational thinking or facts or the evidence in front of their eyes or ears. I don't think it's going to make a difference for them. Um, Unfortunately, I think it will, for the rest of us, just cement that, yes, that motherfucker was crazy and the PTSD is real.
0: I agree with Kim 100 percent in people. Who supported him in the past they basically said i love him i support him i just wish you wouldn't tweet so much so they were perfectly aware of the shenanigans that he um was putting out on twitter and in the worst case scenario supporters think he's just trolling the liberals and it's fantastic and i love it however having said that not that we can trust anything he says he has claimed Even if you were allowed to go back on Twitter, he wouldn't, because Truth Social is where it's at now. So
2: that what's that? He's not even on Truth Social.
0: Well, he is. He's just not posting very much or at all. But
2: look, I don't think it matters what billionaire. uh, Like, I think the fact that we live in techno feudalism is like really depressing you know, that it that we all like clamor for the good billionaire to own something or the bad billionaire not to own something. It's like the fact is we've we're, we've we're now living in a time with these like def- essentially these sort of mini dynasties and um, the men. I mean, it's really largely men uh, and largely white men who control swaths of our communication networks and our politics by the amount that they give politicians. And I I do find that like really depressing. I was thinking about how for the first 30 years of my life, I never heard or said the word billionaire.
0: Like it didn't exist. Was it wasn't a thing.
2: Out of my vocabulary.
0: <laughs> it was yeah. like a, it was like monopoly millionaires, you know? And yeah. You were like, Whoa, millionaires, you know? Even who wants to be a millionaire? You were like, oh. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of money.
2: Yeah. And now they just kind of rule. I mean, it's it's really also somebody made the point. And I thought it was a good one. Like, oh, so you're going to go to the ethical um, social media sites owned by Mark Zuckerberg and
1: TikTok, which is owned by the Chinese government, essentially. They don't exist. I mean, I think most sentient beings would under understand that, you know, it's. Um... I don't know. It's a you weigh. What is your calculus like? Do you do you try to minimize the evil or uh, practice harm reduction by by staying away from the most evil sites or taking a break sometimes? Or I I don't I don't know what you do, but we are all largely tied to these things, and um, it kind of sucks. Yeah, agreed.
0: For Um, me, it's, you know, for me, it's like very selfish reasons that I enjoy Twitter a lot. And I enjoy it because it's the ideal platform for comedians and funny people that I like to post quips. Like it's the one-liner, it's the perfect platform for the one-liner joke. And um, I get a lot of joy out of that. And if people start leaving Twitter, I'm not sure what the best platform... Twitter. What? They're oh, not
2: leave Twitter. That is, I, I wholly. You don't think
0: it. so? Okay.
2: Performative bullshit. Twitter is the, absolutely the organ of like elite communication. Certainly among policymakers and like politicians and journalists and to a certain extent comedians and like, Donald Trump soon and, to be again. Yeah, soon to be again. I don't think that they're. I mean, I mean, I, I don't think that they're going to leave. I think most of them understand like you know, we're saying there's no pure organ of communication. Like, where exactly are you going to go? To Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook? Arguably much more destructive than Twitter in many ways. Like, responsible for actual genocide? <laughs> I,
0: I think that... Okay, I mean, that's arguable, but I know
2: you should read about it's not arguable. It's verifiable fact. You should read about what they did in Burma Uh, was all organized on Facebook and they knew it.
0: Okay, Uh, yeah, that's a very intense subject. But
2: you should read about what what happens in other countries where they don't have the content moderation, like what has happened in Eritrea, which basically it's partly due to Facebook that they're they're facing a potential civil war there. I mean that there is real destruction that like, that happens on Facebook. You don't think that's true?
0: No, I, I do think it's true. I just wonder whether they would have found the means to orchestrate the same outcomes on a separate, different platform, or just on the ground. Um, whether it, I think it's a facilitator, it's not the cause of anyway. Um, well, it's like it, it's a tool. It's a tool like company, any other. It's a tool like any other, and I, I, it can be used for good. It can be used for evil. And, I mean, that's uh,
1: not like Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Like you could argue that. Yeah.
0: I think that uh, Facebook is doesn't hold any responsibility for that the is, content it, that is the that word, the presented word, on the platform. Accent. I, mean, that is, I think a, that's that.
2: I'm sorry, but that's the argument that conservatives make about guns. Guns don't kill people like uh, guns don't kill, people kill. You know what I mean? Like there's also an argument to be made whether or not Hitler would have risen without the radio. I mean, to to deny the culpability of these platforms and the way that they're. I mean, I, they're OK,
0: they're, they're
1: not,
2: I'm not I'm not denying
0: <laughs> their
2: propagandistic qualities.
0: I'm not I'm denying not, that at all. It's just that evil seems to find a way, but I don't, I don't think it's the same as guns. I don't, I don't think it's the same as guns. But like, Do you guns, not, do you not guns, think
1: that Facebook has a responsibility to-
0: Yes, uh, I do. I am not denying this curtail
1: at all. and, and, you know, cut out some of these fringe groups and-
0: Yes, and I do. And these
1: violent groups that propagate- I,
0: I do. But if there weren't weapons available, people wouldn't be dying. So people could be spouting off all they want on Facebook. But for me, it's a different issue. There are guns flooding the streets of America and other countries. And that's what people are using to actually kill people. So
2: but you don't like somebody having a quick way to communicate and say, hey, I want to meet here and we're going to. Yeah, but they'd be
0: using Telegram, like Telegram is like being a great tool. Telegram Facebook is actually a really like shady, Facebook is shady- Facebook
1: so much quicker. That's...
0: No, it's not. No, no, no. Like yes, Telegram. No, Telegram is like what people are using now in Ukraine to communicate and coordinate and so on. But it's also been used by very, sh- because it's so encrypted and private, it's been used by people killing people all over the world. So it's like a really double-edged sword and yeah I, I am not disagreeing with you that these tools are being used for organization of of um, people who are trying to organize what if, violence hey, and what organize about the, the
2: violence what about the, the psychological effects of like just the like button on people's on people's you like you
0: know you know we and, all ag- we know not- we all agree on this i just don't like the parallel with guns Like that's it because guns will actually take your life weapons weapons will actually take your life so when you're saying you're equating this with saying well guns are fine in the hands of I don't disagree like somebody can be mean at at me somebody can be uh somebody can be abusive somebody can denigrate me online but they're not killing me
2: yes but I'm sorry, Camilo, you're wrong about this because there there's verifiable reporting about groups organizing on Facebook that have led to mobs and people killing people. That might not be true in the U.S., but it is true in other parts of the world where they have virtually no content moderation. There's a but, lot of reporting about this. So you don't, you
0: th- yeah, so but you this think- is like a
1: semantic ar- argument. I mean, Camilo is just saying the gu- g- guns kill people so yeah. uh, the opposite people. The, the people don't kill yeah. people guns ki- kill people i guess uh or yeah strike that reverse it yeah but but the point is Flippid that and,
0: and uh reverse it that
1: yes. they gather and guns or not they are the, the violence is being fomented they do get guns they do organize there and then people end up dying i mean That's,
0: I, I just think I would argue that it's they're doing it more easily via Facebook or Telegram or whatever, but they would do it anyway. They'd find a way because violent people want to be violent. Um, and uh, well, um,
2: maybe like certain ethnic tensions would be deescalated, though, in ways that Facebook makes like deescalation less likely because these things are being organized much faster. Like, I mean, but they're also
0: more trackable because people are stupid. So they're like, now we have all of this background information on you organizing. So,
2: they, do you think that's true in other countries?
0: Well, I don't know the that. information is out there. Facebook has it. Whether what what they do with it, I can't tell you, but. It's,
1: well, my if, point it's is- if
0: it's out in the open and they're organizing via these, the thing is, there are way more insidious ways for people to organize the dark web, the selling of weapons, the trafficking of the sex trafficking and the trafficking of children. None of that is happening on Facebook, really. It's well, happening. Don't- it's don't happening on the dark web. So...
2: But you're that you're talking about probably criminal extremes, but I'm talking about like people who are otherwise citizens. I'm not talking about necessarily the US, but other countries, you know, that have much more fragile and nascent like democracies and they don't have the institutions that we do, which our own institutions are crumbling. And Facebook has been like extremely destructive in those places.
0: I and, again I, I, again, I'm not we're I think we're just sort of agreeing but disagreeing on the ability for a social media platform to be the killing blow. And I guess we disagree there.
2: It's not a gun that you point at someone. Right. It's certainly an organ in which violence erupts in real life that starts, that has its genesis on Facebook. And you could argue that that violence would happen regardless, but I would say Facebook foments it, and makes it happen much quicker.
0: Yeah. I I think my hang up with these arguments, which, again, I don't entirely disagree with, is that throughout history, humankind has been so fundamentally violent, and that there was this weird window from like, after World War II, I don't know, maybe after the Vietnam War, whatever you want to call it, even the Cold War, where there was so little in, you know, overall sort of domestic violence in the sense of, in the country, domestic, there was plenty of domestic Wait,
1: violence. Wait, what period of time would this I, be?
0: I don't know, it's like an amorphous, it's like this amorphous ideal period before because social I media. Because I think of that
1: and I think about the civil rights movement Correct, and I think Kim. about-
0: That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I mean, Kim. There's like this idea floating around that pre-social media, there was some ideal period Oh, Where, I thought
1: you were arguing for that to be. No, a real I am thing. not
0: arguing for it. Oh. That's that's what I was because, like, you're talking about the civil rights. I'm talking about being a gay man and getting the shit if beat out of you, if not killed during this. Yeah, there's this weird period that people think pre-social media things were better. You know what I mean?
1: I dumb people. So, so when I
0: hear like, oh, social media is enabling violence, blah 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 blah. blah I get it. Like, yes, bad people are organizing on social media. I totally get it. It's it's got its downsides, but I'm also like, but is You're it worse? But is it worse than it was before social media? I I don't know. Like, gay, I'm like gay people in like rural America are connecting with gay people they couldn't before on Facebook. Yes, on Facebook, on Twitter, on all these horrible platforms. They're realizing there's people out there who are like them so i'm always like i i I understand i'm like torn because i understand what you're saying and i get it but i'm also like were things worse before yeah i think so
1: for for me Uh, it's not about facebook itself is evil it's about the people who run these huge media platforms have a responsibility it can be used for good but if you see that people are Organizing genocide and you know having QAnon coffee clubs on <laughs> your platform, you have a, res- a responsibility to do something. And if you're putting your profits above human life on a regular basis, then that that's a problem. Facebook is just a thing. It's the people who the are the issue. Hard cosine.
2: There was, uh, there's also a way to make these platforms non-addictive, and they are built on an addiction model. The whole thing is the attention economy. The idea is to make the site sticky so that people stay on them. There are plenty of internal documents that explicitly underline that their model is growth, and growth means making sure that the product is addictive and that people stay on them. I don't know. I think that's kind of fucked up. I really do. I also think it's very telling that most of these people will admit that they don't let their children on them. I think that's yeah. that's weird. It's like, well, wait a second. You work at this company, you are a high level like executive at Facebook and you've admitted that you will not let your own family members on
0: it. That's very- They're hilarious. probably secretly on it. Anyway, they don't want to be on it anyway. They want to be on TikTok, these kids. They're like, oh no, I can't be on Facebook. Oh, no, Daddy, that's so mean. God,
2: that uh, just seems like
0: the kids like, do not want to be on Facebook. Really.
2: Oh, I mean, was, I wanted to ask,
0: I think we're we're all right. Can I sign that everybody's correct?
2: No, Camilo is a tech apologist. <laughs> but that's OK. <laughs> I should stay on Twitter because I think what Kim and I are saying, they're all bad.
0: I, I I The only thing that concerns me about Twitter is that, you know, being a woman on Twitter is being subjected to constant harassment, as it is. Oh,
2: are you talking about Taylor, Taylor Lorenz? Oh, oh, did you guys hear about this story? No, what the, is that? The libs of TikTok. Did you guys hear about this? No. No. What What is it? Okay, so there's this account on social media. It's called libs of TikTok. And basically she shows like... Kind of the most unhinged i mean depending on how you look at it but it's like you know it'll be people talking about their gender you know their theories on gender and like um it's kind of what the daily show used to do with like when they would show like cuckoo conservatives mm-hmm. and the kind of right wing is sort of aped that by showing like kind of cuckoo lips you know especially taken out of context sometimes the stuff seems really unhinged this account has become enormously popular. It's like one of the. It's. I, I think she's. They've got like a million followers, and the person who ran the account was anonymous, and it's had so much influence that it was partly cited for Ron DeSantis's bill, the the bill in Florida. Oh, like it's, it's a huge. It's a humongously powerful uh, account for um for the right, and it's become like. Very influential and they just basically curate videos that people people have put up themselves on TikTok. So so let that be known. It's public it's a public forum. people have willingly chosen to videotape themselves talking about how you know there is no gender or whatever But there, but some of it comes across as like pretty pretty wacky. Like I've, I've watched some of it and some of it's like, you know, what's a big fucking deal. And then some of it's like, okay, this person seems, you know, what, what, what a right-wing nightmare. Like And and we've
0: always, that's always existed, right? We've always had like kooky Californians who are like, yes, I'm into group sex or whatever. And I go to like communes and stuff.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to anyway. Okay. So last week, the, she used to be the reporter for the Washington Post. She's, no, for the New York Times now, she's the tech reporter for the Washington Post. She exposed who the person was behind libs of TikTok because it, it was an anonymous account. It's a, get this, a real estate agent from Brooklyn who, <laughs> um, she, Orthodox, I, I think Orthodox Jewish woman, um, and she exposed who she was and like linked to her Street Easy page. And um, her name is like Haya something or other. And there was a huge debate over whether or not that was ethical, that like did she or did she not dox this woman? And this same reporter, Taylor Lorenz, had two weeks prior been on MSNBC crying about being doxed and harassed and bullied as a woman on social media. Nice. And then she, she essentially, they doxed this woman and the argument is partly that this this woman is is a public figure. I mean, she has a million followers. She's literally influencing public policy. Um, but she had chosen to be in an uh, like anonymous and whether or not she was being persecuted for her political beliefs. I mean, anyway, I it was a big story last week. Uh, How
0: did I miss this? I feel like this should have come right down my pipeline on my news feed. Yeah.
2: I'm surprised you. It was all over Twitter. I mean, it was lighting up the Twitterverse.
0: Maybe because I was in Omaha, it just
2: maybe. maybe. Um, I don't know. I I didn't know what to think of it. Like, I. I yeah. think
0: anything you post on the internet anywhere, you need to be psychologically prepared for it to
1: blow up become, in your face.
0: Blow up in your face.
1: Yeah. I I agree. You can't uh, reasonably expect any level of anonymity on the internet that's just not what it is and i think that reporter was well in her right i mean that's the thing though i mean if you if you expose someone like that you know what's going to happen they are going to get doxed especially when something is so charged um yes. so I, I do think there's a discussion to be had about that to do that ethically. I mean, do they give her a heads up? Do they say, "Hey, we're about to like blast you to the entire world, and people are gonna start whatever, sending pizzas to you, like non-kosher pizzas or whatever." <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. How- I-, I do think there is a discussion uh, to be had about that because it could be unsafe for that person.
2: Right, and I guess I guess the argument was that she was she had be basically become a public. I mean, Ron DeSantis's spokeswoman like regularly linked and talked about libs of TikTok and cited it as part of the inspiration behind the bill.
0: If so, you, if you are so it, polit- I mean, this is a ridiculous argument because it's obvious that this is the case. But if you're so politically uneducated that you can't understand what when something is a fringe opinion or, or just ridiculous and comical in itself, like you yourself are saying some of these are so ridiculous, but not even that you disagree, just maybe the presentation. It's like, that's when my instinct to be like, people who don't recognize what is absurd and so fringe at either end shouldn't be allowed to vote. Like if you just can't, <laughs> comprehend um what is naked propaganda from a political party using a fringe opinion to prop up their platforms whatever it may be then don't vote and we should be a republic and everybody back in togas and only let the smart people make decisions
2: well presumably that's why we don't have direct democracy but i don't know anyway it's um... I think part of the issue is some of the people that she she uh, showcased on libs of TikTok yeah. were, were teachers talking about, you know, what they
0: see. Um, that's that's awful because that's not even a fringe opinion. That's just <laughs> um, speaking of which um, we need to move on to um, Kim's awesome <laughs> feature presentation. But quickly speaking of nice people who have great opinions about gender i want to Mm -hmm. shout out mallory mcmorrow the michigan state um house representative who stood up to the woman who sent out an email implying that she was a groomer are you aware of this and she fired back with a fiery um speech on the floor of the michigan house of representatives about how she is a christian mom who supports LGBTQ and to... Oh,
1: yes, I did see that, yeah.
0: Unacceptable it was to frame her as, you know, just what a slur it was, but also why she supports. And it's like, you know, we were talking about the other day about how presidential candidates sometimes come out of nowhere. It's now like, yes, you are awesome. You're what we need. Because she presented this whole thing in a way that appeals to middle-of-the-road people.
1: Right. A sane... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So she's my hero of the week.
1: Wait, is she a conservative?
0: No, she's <laughs> a she's a Democratic rep. Okay. But she was slurred in a campaign email by some woman who's not even running against her.
1: I thought. But, sorry, I thought she had described herself as conservative. No. She,
0: yeah, she described herself as a conservative.
1: She used that word.
0: But she's a Democrat. Right. So but. so this crazy woman was like described her as a groomer in a fundraising email because she had dared to say that she supported LGBTQ youth. So you know in her speech she came out saying.
1: I didn't get I didn't catch that she was actually Democrat. I thought yeah. she was like.
0: No she is Democrat.
1: Public. Okay.
0: No so she's like a rising Democrat. She's a, her star is rising really fast now because she just broke it down real good. Like you can be conservative, you can be Christian, you can be a mom, and you can still support LGBTQ youth and their choices and the parents' choices about it. Right. And no whole.
1: Republican buys that. I mean, you can say that, but you're not conservative if that is the case. If you if you support that, I mean, ninety nine percent of conservative Republicans who use that who use that label would say no. That precludes you because X, Y, Z things that you support. So, I mean-
0: There's like these weird districts that are like conservative, the Democrats still win. You know what I mean? It's, it's like these weird rural or where you kind of have to be a conservative Democrat, kind of like, what's his name that's in the Senate? Um, the guy who keeps blocking everything and blanking out. Joe Manchin? Yeah, Joe Manchin. You know, they're like, I'm, I'm a Democrat, but I'm conservative. So Good job. there's like this weird animal that exists out there that you have to say to survive.
1: Yeah, I'm pro
0: God. I'm pro family. I'm pro guns. I'm pro coal, but I'm a Democrat. Okay.
1: But I'm pro LGBTQ rights and trans rights. Yeah. They, they're less loud about that. Whoever yeah. that
0: animal. Is. Yeah. That's why her speech was so remarkable because she really puts it in You know, she frames it in a way that like your average kind of the dreaded independent voter can kind of be like, oh, yeah, I get that. Anyway, it's it's something to listen to or read. It's pretty it's pretty deft political uh, speech. Somebody to somebody to uh, look out for. That's such a tricky, that's such a tricky. Those are such tricky waters to navigate in like conservative districts. Mm -hmm. What's that?
2: Is she under 80 because
0: she is.
2: Yay! Yeah, we we need that that young those youngings. She's
0: she's young and she's a redhead and she has a soul. She definitely has a soul. <laughs> so.
1: and let's not get into pissing off the genders territory. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, so Kim, are
0: you well, ready? Are you yeah, ready? Yeah. Uh,
1: you guys want to hear a little bit about
0: the future? Yes. I love. All right. Culture in 30 years stuff stuff will be different different. how different different? we don't know we will speculate for this show show. come along for the ride ride.
1: great so i thought today we could talk about the future of crime Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that we have touched on a lot of technology a future technology that all kind of wraps up into this subject, AI and gene editing and all of these cool slash really scary and terrifying, if you're genteer technology. (laughs) (laughs) All of these things that can be used for good, we already know will be used for, for evil or to be used for crimes. And some of these crimes just literally don't exist yet. Um, I found a quaint uh, site. This is actually a person who runs uh, a speaker uh, site. They're, they're a speaker about the future. or They are a futurist. His name is Thomas Fry. Um, and his site is called futuristspeaker.com this article is actually really old (laughs) so we bring you all the latest except for when we don't but since this is about the future i thought it would be kind of cool to reflect on how much of this has actually come to pass already and how much of this is still sort of looking forward but this is uh entitled 60 future crimes that don't exist today this was published on his site on June fifth, twenty seventeen. And today um,
0: we're going to go through all sixty. Buckle up, yeah, everyone. Right.
1: <laughs> as soon as I said that number, I'm like, oh god, we lost, <laughs> we, we lost West Virginia. Whatever, <laughs> whatever the most tenuous uh, listenership is. Um, so, sure. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Finish. With this it will be the future um so let's just talk about a few of these so i thought this is pretty cool um here's some broad categories of shit you can expect people to do wrong in the future <laughs> Drone offenses Future drones will need to comply with thousands of unknown laws and regulations that are still in the process of being written. I do believe that this is already becoming a thing. Um, so transport of illegal substances, he, uh, voyeurism, weaponized drones. I, I haven't read anything about that. but Oh, yeah.
0: And uh, the war in Ukraine, they're a big deal.
1: Oh, 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 yeah, sure, right. I did see that. I guess I was thinking more of um, uh, drones in the normal person's hands and and what they would do. Oh, with yeah, them. yeah. But destroy a, our
0: neighbors that we don't like.
1: Yeah, but in the military field, probably a lot of these things that are future are actually now. Um, uh, legal shooting or destruction of drones, noise violations, uh, Drone bullying, so acts of intimidation, threatening moves, are displaying images to shame or embarrass someone. It's almost like some of these future crimes are kind of all smushed up together. So uh, cyberbullying is already a thing. We talked about technology that allows just fake video to be created, um, fake pornos. Uh, so throw in a drone with a machine gun. Wonderful. Okay.
0: So like I'm trying to think about the cyborg bullying with uh with a drone. Is it like a combo of both? Like I'm sunbathing nude in my backyard and then you send your drone and then and then you use like deep fake editing to make yeah. my, my enormous penis look really tiny. It-
1: that's exactly like, that, what I And then
0: distributed I, on the internet? I
1: think exactly. I think it, there, all of these technologies, I think people will get really creative about all the bad shit they can do and just kind of like mix them all in there together. So, yeah, I mean, a drone could be a delivery device for all, <laughs> all kinds of chaos.
0: Right. I just thinking over Jen's face. <laughs>
1: I just, I hate all of this so much. It's so but it's so fascinating,
2: Jen. No, well, yes, I was I was like horrified, and then uh, Camila had to use the example of
1: his enormous penis becoming. Oh, mixed. yeah, it's once a show at least. Yeah, <laughs> um, a Shakespeare phrase comes to mind, Amazing. So the lady protests too much. Or I thought it was the be <laughs> too much.
0: The lady protests too much because it it, it hurts. It's too painful. Yeah,
1: oh. don't worry, a drone. Is you gonna... are the lady, Camilo.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: All right. So hark, hark, pulleth it out please keep on with the future of crime yeah future crimes, future crimes let's save camilo from his <laughs> penis jokes uh history distorters this is interesting we've long dealt with historical revisionist and blatant fabricationist but as we move into the age of super news fakers it will become increasingly difficult to separate fact from fiction i mean that's uh, that's obviously way more the case now in 2022 than it was in 2017. Um, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Over time we will develop a technology that enables us to replay an unalterable visual rep- representation of past events. So I'm not exactly sure but what he means about that past events. So
0: I think it means like you know there'll be like alternate Wikipedias or whatever. You'll just google like, world, like Holocaust, and there will be all these websites they are like, Holocaust was a party with, you know, yeah, but and-
1: visual representation. So it's almost like he's saying, like, hmm. there will be a version a film of something that you could pull up and that will be the ev- official record of the past. And perhaps people would will fuck with those in nefarious ways. Good God,
0: I guess um, I guess you could deal with deep fakes, sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean. That's the phrase I was trying to recall earlier. We've talked about so many bad yeah. things. Um, Bald faced character assassination. Uh, piecing together bad snippets of anyone's life can make them look like a fool. Um, we all have frailties of being human and good judgment is everybody's shortcoming at one time or another. I mean, well, God, we all know this. So I don't know what he's the point he's trying to make here. Like in 2017, we already knew this was a a thing piecing together, bad snippets of anyone's life, especially on the internet that happens every day. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's the
0: canceling when people are like, Oh, somebody tweeted. So and so such and such in 2014 and their like, career gets derailed. Like, yeah. that's, uh, that's already happening. And it's, I don't know, that, that one, I'm like, that cancel culture particular. Like, it's one thing if it's like you are a serial or, or just a one-time sexual harasser. Even then, okay, but whatever. You're a serial sexual harasser. Okay. Y- yeah, canceled. But you tweeted something objectionable in 2014. Your career is derailed. I'm a little more ambivalent about that. But that happens, on the regular. What
1: happens that something you tweeted in 2014 and it's 2022?
0: Yeah,
1: and it's, it's quote unquote unearthed from years and years and years and fucking years ago, and then you're canceled.
0: Correct, because people that, are that, actively, people constantly doing that, right?
1: I just wholly disagree with that as a method
2: of organizing society. Also, I find it very—it's um, it, strange that we. St- We embrace criminal justice reform and the idea of forgiveness. Hopefully we do for people who've committed sometimes heinous crimes. And yet we can't and we don't believe that anyone is capable of change from what they tweeted something in 2014. I mean, what does that say about I don't know? I don't think that's it's a very good reflection on. Uh, I'll say pr- it tends to ha- I, happens on the right, but I'm I'm a leftist, so I'm more interested in what my community is doing. And it happens an awful lot on the left.
1: And it's not it's, a good quality. It's 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 terrible. It's yeah. you know half the time. These are youngish people anyway. And then when they, when they tweeted it in 2014, they were practically a child. You, you know, I mean, yeah. that's another thing to be thinking about tangent a little bit but yeah kids don't know or don't seem to fully realize that what they do on the internet is forever and it can and will probably come back to bite them in the ass at some point and they but cannot be, be
0: us but beyond that it's not that it's they don't realize that it's that they're fucking stupid and they're well, that, pushing <laughs> they're pushing the boundaries <laughs> they're being extreme for the sake of being extreme because they're teens or whatever. So they use the F word, they they use the N word or whatever. It's like, and now they're canceled forever?
1: Yeah, no, it's terrible. So um, here's some more things, guys our artificial intelligence plagues. It will become easy to rely on artificial intelligence to make most of our decisions for us, where to go, who to meet, what music to listen to, how to entertain our kids. But what happens when our AI goes bad and is co-opted by those with sinister motives? We've talked about this a little bit, but um, as AI becomes even more entrenched and it is way more entrenched as we've talked about in the past, um, way more entrenched in our everyday lives than most people even realize. Um, As it becomes more so, I think the nefarious things will start to uh, be more common. So he lists a couple of possibilities, driverless cars, um, love, (laughs) no. <laughs> Love, yeah. Well, just the driverless car itself is not the 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 problem. The problem, the issue is that they're managed by AI. So it's AI is just software that can be uh, corrupted. So potentially, they can be hacked to crash the cars, to run over people, to you know have a uh, malfunctions that kill people. They're just computers, subject to their programming so that's a little scary i have such Uh, strong
0: thoughts about this but
1: what are your thoughts what are your strong thoughts
0: i feel like i feel like human drivers already create so much havoc um just and also it would get elderly people like on the back out on the road people who can't drive anymore who can't reliably drive i just i think anybody's
1: I'm for the driverless cars. It's just this, these are the, this is the possibility that comes along.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I hear you.
1: I mean, along with all of this technology,
2: is nowhere near where they fucking bullshit it and said it. Well, I mean, it's almost, it's like so nowhere near where they said it was that Uber sold off
1: their driverless car department.
0: (laughs) It's coming though, sooner or later.
1: It's definitely coming. I think it's it's like way more about the infrastructure to support it. You know, like how one driverless car, like surrounded by a bunch of like fucking idiot regular people. Like, how does that work?
0: Kim, I feel like you're describing the now disgraced Will Smith uh, movie based on uh, Isaac Asimov's novel, I, Robot. Because oh, in that movie, I, there's like AI turns, you know, the robots all turn on the humans. Also, he has a driverless car and he needs to get away. So he's like, enable manual override so he can drive it. And the <laughs> car's like, are you serious? Like, are you already your fucking mind? You want to <laughs> actually drive this car? And he's like, yeah. So then he actually drives the car and the, you know, but the AI is like, um, are you sure? <laughs>
1: Are you quite sure? Uh, so uh, here's here's another one. Um, analysis paralysis. AI. This is under the AI category. AI will become a crucial part of our daily decision making processes, but system overload hacks and equivalent to denial of service hack attacks will cause enormous problems. Hmm. I'm not sure what that means because analysis paralysis led me to think that like the software itself was experiencing some kind of conundrum, but um, it seems to be talking about like another hacking scenario. Um, Hmm. So anything that's run by AI, like power grids, you know, whole cities, Hmm. uh, electricity supplies. I mean, obviously, anything that's on a computer that can be hacked. So look forward to that.
0: That makes sense. Especially with really complex systems.
1: Absolutely. And the more that we become entrenched and and reliant on these technologies, the more catastrophic those events could be. I mean, it, it makes me think, of with fondness, the Y2K problem. And <laughs> that's what we thought we were gonna have, but like <laughs> realistically the, the the technology was like caveman days as, as compared to it is now, you know, as to as compared to now, we just, I guess the, the problem wasn't that pervasive and, and it wasn't like this huge connected network that was it just didn't materialize um i think it could material something like that could absolutely materialize in the future but do you guys remember you know with memory lane like the fear and the panic around and it was like oh shit we just realized it felt like it was like two weeks until like uh, the year two thousand, everybody was talking about it. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like life as we know it is going to end. Oh great! Like Y two K. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was our biggest concern. So charming.
2: Uh, like deep fakes of Vladimir Putin saying, "Like uh, a nuclear bomb has been uh, like uh, like unleashed," and everybody, yeah, it's. I don't like oh, Kim. I'm not liking future crime. <laughs> <laughs> You seemed like, by, about the way, about
0: by the way, I like by this...
2: the way, this drones were bullying people, but I don't <laughs> think like anything else. Uh,
0: by the way, this like future crime, quote unquote, the thing you're talking about right now is being deployed by Ukraine very effectively and like supportive hackers because the yeah. Russian military hasn't been able to coordinate properly on the field because all of their comms have been disrupted by ha- hacking. So this is like a way that um, what you're talking about right now, which was at, what's it called? Um,
1: what exactly? What we're talking about. The latest. Uh, what's the
0: latest headline? The, the um,
1: analysis paralysis. Yeah,
0: analysis paralysis is yes. perfectly yes. describes what Ukraine is doing against Russia on the on the ground because they're not able to communicate with each other um, mm. often because of Ukrainian disruptions to their in their uh, comms. Because of hacking. So right, right. they're not able to, like, coordinate at all. So, you know, it's it's a double-edged sword, again. It's, it's
1: scary. Like, like, I mean... Jen business.
0: wants Russia to be able to communicate effectively. That's, <laughs> that's what, basically, what she's saying.
2: Yeah, I'm very pro-Putin. Let's have him on the pod. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> well, our no. Wow. Well,
0: when he's totally disgraced and like out of power, maybe he'll be available.
2: Um, I, I, somebody said he has Parkinson's. They saw some, maybe it was a deep fake. I don't know. Oh. The, the
1: one the- Is that why he's like, fuck it. I'm going to blow up the entire world or, yeah. you know, die I'm trying. Taking, I'm going to take you out with me. Yeah. Yeah. No
2: future crime.
0: That kind of makes sense. If you're yeah. a, a total nihilist. Sorry, Kim. Anything else?
2: How are people gonna just like burglarize our homes in the future?
1: Does it say on there? Um, yeah, I mean the the I, I read this in another article, but there was a firewall and I'm just too cheap, but I have a good memory. <laughs> and talking about, and it's talking about the you know, the smart house, like everything in our house now. Oh, our yeah. modern home. You've got your fucking um Alexa, uh And you're fucking smart. I have a smart fan, okay, that's like run by Wi-Fi off of my cell phone, smart refrigerators, uh, smart air conditioning. All of these things can be hacked and blow up in your face. Like, Or, you know, you could conceivably hack into someone's home, turn up the temperature to 150 degrees, lock their fucking doors, fry them to fucking death. Um, and and then just incinerate them and burn all the fucking evidence. I mean, that's how You're
2: to start now, huh? <laughs> I, right? I say right? in my dumb home. How do you like that, the hackers? <laughs>
0: I, I, mean, I remember reading an article a few years ago about like uh, there was some mini scandal about how. Um, these smart refrigerators were listening and gathering data on their users and i'm like what data like you've had five snacks in the last 2 hours like what is what is the data this refrigerator is capturing
1: listen like, when you when like, you what, push really? out the temperature uh, right. to 150 we, degrees you then lock the refrigerator so they can't even get a fucking glass of water <laughs>
0: this is Once the refrigerator, like, you've had three frozen pizzas three days in a row, like, get it together, Camilo.
2: I would be into that. (laughs) (laughs) Stop eating mayonnaise.
1: What We don't need smart refrigerators. We need smart ass refrigerators. Listen, bitch, have you seen yourself? Um, looking like- i looking a little stuffy there. You sure you want that extra piece of pizza? Like The refrigerator
0: no. locks, the cabinets totally. lock.
1: Yeah, that would be
2: amazing. Also, it would be great if it was seasonal. It's like, you really want a girl bod this summer, hot girl summer. <laughs> and then if it was like winter, it's like, okay, you can have a snack. Exactly.
0: <sighs> oh, Lordy. Um, Kim, I don't know how much more you have, but we need to wrap this up.
1: Can oh they, we can wrap it up i mean if uh, this is infinite there's it says 60 but 6 million 6 bi- billion 6 trillion ways to break the law in the future or break laws that haven't even been created yet we um, haven't even talked forward. about
0: like like catfishing will be so sophisticated in the future because you'll be able to like um literally present a super hot version of you like, oh we already do that
1: these Instagram filters, they're crazy. Really? They, are you kidding? Why are you, you so not up with Instagram? Oh
0: this, my God, I'm not. You can this make yourself look really story. good
2: what oh my god oh, I'm like Come a tech bloodite and even i know that camila you're pulling our leg
0: i i have uh, not i am not i I, t- I told you i'm a twitter animal now there's no almost no visuals i'm like a text i'm going back to the, the 80s where I, when i came up with uh playing zork on the uh, text-based adventures so um
2: minutes on instagram and i can look like angelina jolie like with a filter and so
1: can i yeah. and- Listen, no, they are so sophisticated, uh, and I'm sure um, almost all of our listeners would know that. Uh, write in to our email and show us pictures of your real self versus your Instagram catfish filter self. That might be kind of fun I thing. I cannot
0: wait to try this. Also,
2: yeah, oh, I want to know what people would do as future criminals. Like, I'm definitely controlling a drone and bullying people.
0: (laughs) Um, Is it going to descend upon the students of Bennington and, like, telling them that uh, they're asymmetric? Cut your hair. This asymmetrical haircut is not doing anything for your face.
2: That and it's just going to be a recording of share from Moonstruck. That's like snap out of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's such a good movie. It's so, <laughs> so
0: good.
2: Um, but I want to hear about what kind of future crimes people would do.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good one. Let us know. Yeah. You know, our uh, email address is halfway there. The podcast at gmail.com. You can always find us there. And yeah. also, send just your catfish filter picks. <laughs> yes, please. Um, I think, I think it's hilarious. If you're rich
2: and you have a smart house, can you tell us how you felt about Kim's terrifying <laughs> um, portrait of what could happen to you if all that technology gets in the wrong hands? Because you're looking at a future of frying and not even being able
1: to get a glass of water yeah it's um i it's not a a matter of of if but when that is a news item you guys it's it's a little scary Mm. definitely
2: Um,
0: We, we have some fun we're accumulating a lot of fun extras for our patreon that you can access exclusively if you donate to this amazing podcast um it's a patreon halfway through the podcast yeah absolutely. And finally, follow us on all the things you know, at halfway through the podcast we're we're out and there. we're We're on all the social media platforms that we derided <laughs> throughout this episode. It's true More we're, so on, we're on there <laughs> If you're
2: listening, you better donate so that we don't perpetrate future crimes on you. Um,
0: that's great if-
2: for all of you listeners.
0: That's right, because threats are the best way to get uh, more.
2: <laughs> just ask Elon Musk.
0: Yeah. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with one person, you know, just that is the least you can do or at least rate five stars review, um, you know, just give us some positive vibes. But like physically, like a rating, not just vibes in the ether.
2: Yeah, right. Well Anything listen, else? stay away from uh I don't know. I'm trying
1: drones.
0: to drones. Stay away from drones. If you see a yeah. drone, uh, run. Yes. <laughs> Just run. Run <laughs> inside, but not much. in but if you run inside, be careful if your house is all like uh wired. Wired up. Yep. Your
1: smart ass house.
0: Yeah. And keep it perky.
1: Keep it perky. Keep it future perky
0: (laughs) (laughs) this has been halfway there but it's also the end the end of this episode of halfway there you get it